everybody. Welcome in another edition of The Wrap on NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazzaway, Clarence Black, and Jess Monticello sitting in today here. Uh, just wanted to bring this up. On This is June 23rd, and if you go back 57 years ago today, 1963, what a year that was, Martin Luther King Jr. led a march down our very own Woodward Ave. Detroiters heard his I Have a Dream speech at Cobo. Before he delivered it. This is weeks yeah. before he delivered it yeah. in Washington, D.C. Like and a stand-up, getting the kinks out. Isn't that something? Yeah. That's a special, that, that's pretty special. I didn't know that, really, that, that he unveiled his speech here. <clears throat> the content of a man's character. Yeah. That's always touched me. Yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what it's supposed to be about. Not about, you know, somebody's station in life, somebody's race, somebody's religion. It's the content of a person's character. I've yeah. always thought it was uh, nice. I've I've always thought it it an amazing burden for Jackie Robinson Oof. to oh, wow. to have to be the what he went through the first yeah and he he couldn't he I mean couldn't suck no and I think that and he couldn't know, say the, anything the doc, I, there are very few documentaries I've ever watched where I like I couldn't not. I, I was moved to tears. Mm-hmm. I watched the Ali documentary. I was all right. I've watched a few. The Jackie Robinson one was the one that got to me because he just, he was talking and he was just saying that I, every time I went to the plate, I carried an entire race with me. Mm-hmm. And if you were striking me out, it was like you were striking out all of us. Yeah. You know what? And it was just like, like, and I forget, oh, I wish I could. I, he he played with him. I'm trying to remember. Pee-wee I think he was Reeves? the right. No, I think he was a, the right fielder. I cannot remember his name. And he was one of the teammates who was kind of last. He was he was one that was kind of like I didn't want any part of it. I didn't you know I I he was one of the ones basically saying like I was silent. Like I just man I just wanted to play. But I didn't like that it was a distraction and anything like. But he just said that. I'm surprised he didn't have a heart attack. Yeah. Like he said, he he said I knew he goes. It was Sick not. Un, he said it was not uncommon to see him stuff he didn't know. Like he didn't sleep because he 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 always had kind of a a fear. He had a gun. I didn't know that. I never knew Jackie Robinson had a gun. He was afraid. Like at any point, somebody would bust through his hotel room door. Sure. And I'm like, they like it was not uncommon for him to he he slept at the ballpark. It was the place he felt. Safe, man. I watched a little of that documentary the other night on the MLB channel, and it was uh, he, I don't think, would have been the first guy had it not been for his wife, Rachel. They were impressed with how classy she was, yes, and how she was a strong person that was going to stand by him no matter what. Jeez, what a yeah, so and, and it, you know, to bring it. To bring it full circle, and, and the reason why you know it, it's just opportunity, man. I think people, I tell people all the time, like, man, look at it, like, really look at our history, man. Just, just, just give it a quick, just give it a quick run through and understand what we're talking about. We're talking about opportunity. We're talking about Jack Johnson, you know. Well, speaking of this subject, the Cincinnati, the University of Cincinnati, has decided to remove Marv, uh, Marge Schott's yeah, name so that. from the baseball stadium and from a yeah, baseball collection too. at the library there. Yeah. yeah. 
and everybody she knew. She was a real beaut. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and and her and Shotzi. How did how did that And for those who for those who are listening who who maybe aren't aware, Mark Shot was longtime owner of the Cincinnati Reds whose whose most infamous quote was that uh I believe it was that Hitler did some good. Hmm. Basically. I mean, par- yeah, par- oh, he was yeah. paraphrasing, but well, that was essentially yeah. the... He did some real good when he finally killed himself. <laughs> anyway. She would walk around on the field with her dog, her St. Bernard, Shotzi, and he would leave uh, lots of trails behind as well on the field. <laughs> the players really didn't yeah. uh, care for him being on their, their fake field at Riverfront Stadium um, either. But well, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this, too, and, and I, you know, I typically try and avoid the military stuff, but even this on this show, like most... Most of our of our bases, most of our army forts are named after Confederate generals. Which I I to this day, man, I I can't in my mind wrap my mind around it because when I and we haven't talked about it, I'll just say this: my my point of view of the Confederate flag is has nothing to do with me as an African American. It's not not a black man's view. I my view is as a as a person that has sworn an oath to protect and defend the Constitution the of the United Foreign and domestic. Foreign? All enemies. Foreign and domestic. These were treasonous. Yeah. Insurrectionists. This was Robert E. Lee. These were traitors. <laughs> the, it, this, to me, is akin to, hey, see, where are you going? Oh, man, I got training at Fort Bin Laden this weekend in California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, well think- like, well, no, he was a he was a general, and we like, I get that we you can respect your enemy, but really, well, you, you talk about Fort it, Hitler, we gonna do that one too, like, you talk about it being treasonous. The Confederate officers, many of which, went to West Point. They were U.S. Yes. Yep. Army yes. officers yes. that left when AWOL. They yes, whatever. They talk about talk we about are, treason. Yeah. This and this is history in the making. We are literally any minute now. All of, we are looking and trying to figure out, like, because this is going to impact us huge, man. And just to, like how deep it goes. I mean, we're talking about Fort Benning, Confederate. I mean, uh, Stewart. Those are all Confederate names. Would like if you the in fact it's rare to yeah, find Jeb a post. Stewart. It's rare to find a post that's not named after one of the Confederate. And I, somebody, because somebody was saying, like, how did that happen? And I think it was just kind of a like a an olive branch of you know. But these men, this 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 whole thing about heritage, it's like it's treasonous. That takes us. You to can't the... have a Nazi flag and say, well, it's not hate. It's heritage. <laughs> or an Al Qaeda flag. It's heritage. It's not hate. But this this is Terrible. even this is even closer to home though. These are guys who were in the United States Army yes. and went to war yes. against the United States. So it was treason. You agree? It was treason. It was. I mean, it's it's treason. Period. No matter. And well, I guess Mississippi man, it, it still was, has part yeah. of their flag. Well, did you see now? Is the Confederate uh, flag? You know, they're, they're starting running backs. Like I'm not playing unless you you know change the flag. And their their governor is who's who's by all accounts progressive and I forget his name but he's saying well maybe we have the two flags and people I just man I love that people are just taking a freaking stand and saying like we got to go to zero flip intolerance on this and here's and, and part of this there, there's another side to this right there is there is 
a part of this, let's tear down all the statues of people who don't know the history that are involved in it. You know what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, uh, oh, let's tear, tear down the Louis S. Grant. Well, was he really a bad guy? I don't know. I, I'm sure they all had their foibles. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you, first president who didn't own slaves. You know who that was? Abraham John Lincoln. Adams, second John. president of the United States. Part he he was on the committee that wrote the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. All men are created equal. Adams is considered mm-hmm. one of the most historically principled presidents, cool. and one of the reasons why he, he's so. He was of his all of his earlier peers. They all respected him, which is why he was given that assignment. This takes us to our story no, over the sorry. weekend. We could talk about this. No, all day, no, it's, man. Hey, this we're going to continue to talk about it because listen, this they is, ran at what Talladega yeah. this past weekend. Oh, uh, Bubba and Bubba Wallace, yeah. African American driver who was running third in this race until I think he ran out of gas and wound up, you know, finishing up, yeah. finishing thirtieth. Anyway, earlier that day there was a. A noose found hanging in his garage area. And not only has it been cut down at NASCAR, NASCAR abolished the flag, the Confederate flag, just a couple of weeks ago. And Bubba Wallace is speaking out, just like a lot of people are speaking out right now. He wears the Black Lives Matters. It's on his car. It's part of what he he's getting it out. And he is standing behind uh, Black Lives Matter. So they find a noose, and not only – I don't know how the hell they don't know who the hell it is yet. How, how do they not find out who did this? It had to be a few people. It had to be like an, an inside job type thing to get um, this yeah. thing done. There, there aren't a lot of people running around NASCAR garages these days. I mean, it's hard to get around these sporting events that, that are out yeah. there to begin with. And I would so, think there are there's security at these yeah. places. So how the hell does that happen, by the way? I do believe – that a number of the drivers, I heard a report of this today, um, helped push, like they, they helped push his car out to Pit Row today. Yeah. Uh, there was a whole bunch showing of Showing support yeah. for Oh, him. yeah. It was a great picture. Well, it was from so yesterday. One of the things I love, man, I talked about this when I was in, in college, is uh, every generation from this point forward moves forward in technology. And what it means is, so when I went to school, I went to Hillsdale College. I went to I went to school with kids who were still very much from towns where they could they could as we see that imagery, mm-hmm. they were from towns where you could have um, isolation, like Footloose, where you could keep things out. What technology has done, and we're seeing this again, just kind of just military insight, and maybe not so much in Iran, phones, man. The thing that's changing the world is access to information. We got people in Iran and the, you got the religious clerics and all that. But guess what? You can't stop. You can't stop YouTube and ESPN and people wanting to see. And so that when I look at that generation of, of drivers, what I see, I see a generation that grew up the MTV. They grew up on hip hop and, you know, we just watched the last dance Jordan imagery and sports. And they they grew up no matter where they were, how small their town was, the town wasn't small enough for that satellite to come down in there and give them cable and that internet to come in there and not give them. So I look at these drivers and those are peers because you know what? Those drivers, when they're their favorite guys in other sports, 
probably got they probably like some black guys. Their music, their entertainment, their and again, it's just you you have a generation of guys that are just they're they just they get it because technology is just it just brings us all closer, man. There are no secrets anymore. If some guy does something funny in Belarus, we see it two minutes later. <laughs> Think about that. We do. Think about how cool that is. Well, I, I think about uh, how inconsistent we are as human beings, right? Yes. Where you can criticize somebody for their race and then go to a sporting event. And root for them. And when the guy hits a home run, suddenly he's, he's your favorite, right? And it doesn't matter what color he is. Um, <laughs> why does color matter? I, I, um, you know... I remember. Ah, I don't want to tell. I don't want to go down. But I, I saw Gates Brown. I was ten years old. Yeah, watching. I probably ten, twelve. I don't know. The Gator. Watching Gates Brown walked into this bar at a bowling alley where my buddy had been playing, had been bowling, and we were getting ready to leave. And Tigers were on, and it was late in the game, and they brought Gates Brown in to pinch hit. And this guy, one guy in the bar, and he's drunk, and he's sitting there, and he's calling Gates the N-word and uh. this and that and all kinds of terrible stuff. When Brown hits this game-winning home run, he goes, that's my boy! Yeah. We are we are messed up as It's embarrassing. People. It's and, embarrassing and, and to it's be taught. human these hate days. Is, hate is taught. You know what? It is, if you're not exposed to other people, of all kinds of uh, ideas uh, of, well, you know, let's say you're not exposed to Jewish people, and you run into Rabbi Svi, who's here. Oh, Love man, him. he looks a little different. He must be, you know, must be something wrong with him. Yeah. My goodness, that man's learned. He's intelligent. It, you're missing something. Hell, yeah. Um, anyway, but this is the a friend of mine was saying like, yeah, he was like, man, it's really it's really odd to see this like these pro. Why are these protests happening? You know, why are they protesting in Germany? I go because <laughs> because there are people in Germany who are different from the majority. This thing now has become it's far beyond. And again, I, and I'm not discounting what happened to George Floyd, but George Floyd has become a battle cry for I am different, but I'm still human and that is why it is being so galvanizing in places all over the world where they're jumping on it because they're trying to whether it's you know a friend of mine plays played basketball in, in australia he stayed and now he's he, he's working with the uh that australian basketball league but he's just saying like over there they have the aborigines and they deal like you you can go to any continent on this planet there's and hate there's, there's hate yeah. and there's about the in you know Who's different or it's about who's the class system. You know, there are places where the people look the same, but, oh, no, you're you're in this you're in this economic group. Yeah. And so I think what we're seeing now is we're seeing a global. A global protest of we are all the same enough. And I love it. It is it is very easy if you live in a pretty much a homogeneous kind of area. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm blessed to, that I've always lived in a very uh, cosmopolitan neighborhood. <laughs> uh, however, 
you can you can get prejudices. Everybody has yeah. them. Oh, this you know the, these guys. These, but nobody can look at that video of that cop with his <laughs> knee on that guy's neck, yeah. and 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 say, oh well, the guy had it coming. I don't care. I don't care if the guy were Charles Manson. Years ago, it happened in New York. I mean, they did it, and I, and I forget the guy's name. Eric, Eric Garner. Yeah, that, 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 over yeah. cigarettes, I think. Yeah. He was like, wasn't he selling cigarettes? Or, yeah. and, the, and the cop laid on him until— A bunch of them. I, but it goes back to, and the reason why it's global what the is hell, because it's, it's, it's this feeling of if I am not X, I have no power. If I don't belong to this group, I don't have any power. And one of the things I, I've been trying to tell friends of mine is that if you if you took the racial issue out of it, there's always all over the world people in power, people that are the majority, whenever the majority or the powerful have wanted to or needed to, you know, put their knee on a proverbial neck of any group that they felt was less than they would always utilize the easiest, most accessible instrument, which is the law. Or the military, or whatever they as powerful people could use. And, and one of the ultimate examples of that in the 20th century was the Nazi regime. Yes. Yeah. By the way, uh, at Levi Stadium in San Francisco, where the Niners play, call home, they are flying the flag now, Black Lives Matter, on awesome. top of that stadium. Awesome. You know, right next to the American flag and the state flag of California. So it's uh, things are changing, man. They're changing. Uh, friend of mine, hopefully for the better. Friend of mine who's Cuban American was um, educating me, man, because I was I've I like cigars. I was like, man, I need to get some Cubans. He was like, well, ah, you got to get there. Hopefully, you'll be able to get there. And I was like, well, man, just I'm like, dude, everybody's talking about Black Lives Matter and all this stuff, but let me like, like educate me. What's the real kind of like the thing? With, and he said, dude. It's really simple. He was like, Havana was basically like Las Vegas. Like, people went to Havana. And he's like, he's, he's like, I was like, well, I saw Godfather. He was Godfather. like, no, dude. He was like, I'm telling you, Godfather was mild. It was the place to, like, it was a ball. It was amazing. And I was like, okay, so what went down? He's like, the problem was, is in that environment, you had people who were doing very well and the people who weren't. And what happened is, is the people that weren't, got the backing of somebody like the people who went, to, went with Castro. But what he said was interesting was Castro for a long time was basically an instrument of the like the people when they wanted to push down, they would use the military. So Castro basically kind of when he was saying like come with me, people were like you were beating the hell out of me a few weeks back. You're telling me to follow <laughs> you now. And I and it, it blew my mind. Because what he was saying was just people get to the point where they are so starved for something that they went. And he's like, he's like, so we're an example of what can happen if you ain't careful about it. Yeah. We went and this man said, come with me. I'll take care of things. And look what happened to us. And I was like, no freaking what? But it's amazing, like, the stories that are out there that he was like, had the people, had the majority been willing to acknowledge the suffering and what was going on. And this is their own people. Like, well-to-do Cubans basically looked down and went, no, you, yeah, healthcare, nah. Good pay, nah. Good job, eh, nah. And he was like, it, it, he's like, had people just had common sense and humanity, Cuba would be thriving to this day. You wouldn't even, you, he's like, you, it, 
you wouldn't know what it could be. Look how close it is to the United States. Yes. I mean, it's yes. Florida is almost touching <laughs> Cuba. Yes. I mean, 90 miles. So yeah. It's, yes. It's nothing. Well, there's some other change that took place here in Detroit, right? I know. We, I, I hate, we need to no, say. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah. There's a new there's a new owner in town. Not really. Mrs. Ford, Mrs. Martha Ford, has kind of stepped away from being the voice of the Lions and has handed the reins over to her daughter Sheila. Sheila Ford, Hamp, not Hemp, but Hamp, and uh, she is the new boss. I mean, years ago it was going to be Bill Ford Jr. and they kind of. Sorry, son. We're gonna we're gonna ride over you and and take over. It was a coup. They got rid of uh, Ford Jr. because him and his Millen regime, and now it is now the Sheila yeah. Hamp. And she's got a clean slate regime. So we'll see uh, and, and what you, she could bring to the table here. I love it because it's opportunity for somebody else. And let's give her her opportunity. Let's see what she can do and support her and i'm sure there are going to be people that that don't want her to succeed because she's a woman because that's just how people are built they're just that's just how it is but i was like look lady just be be a good owner be a good executive put good people in place have a short lease with these two idiots that you got doing thing. and i don't i don't mean that you we know, want them to do good we want them to do like that's do. the that's the thing we want them man. to do we good want them to we're do just well. we're, we're 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 right. ruined you know, we're ruined. I mean, we, we well, just how, – how do you – we have no – there's no hope. Really. I've never heard <laughs> – so we had Larry, right? Larry was a player and an executive. Larry Lee. Larry tells me all the time, like, the biggest misconception is that they're – he's like, man, they are truly good people. Like, they're truly good people, man. They want to win. They want to do well. They're, they are good people. They are loyal people, maybe loyal to a fault. You know, but I'm like, man, you got to – Are they Are they dumb? I mean, we're talking about 63 years. Yeah. Come on. Even the San Diego Padres have been to the World Series. <laughs> Twice. The, the Cubs have won the World uh, Series. The Boston Red yeah. Sox have overcome Forget the them. There's Vampino. expansion teams that expansion have been in the team. Super Bowl. Yeah, Carolina. We're the only team yeah. from the original NFL that has not made a Super Bowl, and the Cleveland Browns are one. And I'm not saying, but they're, they're the dumb. new Browns now. Right, yeah. They're I'm an not, expansion team. I'm not saying the Fords are dumb. I'm right. just saying the people in this town have supported this team yeah. when it was 0 and 16. I was I'm, there. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, I love wearing my hat with pride, man. I I I grew up loving football, but yeah. I've gotten to the point where I hate it. I I can't watch the Lions yeah. because I know. That we're going to get the they'll break your heart. The catch that isn't the catch. Yeah, we're we're going to get uh, pass interference when nobody was near the receiver. There's no question. I, it, there's a prejudice against this team. I want to. There's wanna, no question about that. I want to ask you both this. I want to get your thoughts on it. It was very interesting. They um, they were talking about Dak having to take the franchise tag. Oh, poor guy. Thirty three million. Thirty three million. Yeah. Poor but guy. one of the things that they mentioned, which I thought was interesting, was Mahomes is coming up, and if you look at the pattern, is the Seahawks got amazing value out of Russell Wilson as a rookie, but the other thing they were able to get is because of the way that, you know, rookies, the rookie cap is structured, they put so many weapons around him. Like, yes, they won that Super Bowl, but Russ didn't win it. But somebody made the point, since they paid him, you know, he's been responsible for an average of X, I forget how many wins, like 10 wins or something yeah, a year or whatever. At least. But, but they haven't been, they haven't been able to get back to, 
Um, yeah, but they're competitive to, to every Super year. Bowl. They're competitive, but and they've they been back to a Super Bowl. They so lost it on a stupid bonehead point play. With, their point with Mahomes was, you know, now that you have the you have the Super Bowl, you know, will he lose that sense of like it, it was like we're gonna find a lot we're gonna find out a lot about him because all of a sudden he's not they're not gonna be able to have the weapons that they had. And if they do, you're going to be looking at a lot of young guys, a lot of rookies. Are you going to like? Maybe you're going to you're going to always probably try and give him Kelsey, but you're not going to be able to keep all of. You can't keep all this talent. So they were saying though, like, hey, are you going to? Do you think we're going to start to see it where you're going to have quarterback like, like basically do the Brady say, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take some of my money, and I want to make sure because they say Mahomes could do that. Mahomes could say, here's the deal I want. I want this, but give this guy this, mm-hmm. give this guy that, do this and do this, like basically kind of like Brady Runs was. Like, hey, I'll take less money because I know I got endorsements. You think we're going to see that? Oh, God, yeah. You think Mahomes is going to do that? Yes, I, w- I guarantee he would do it. He's already got a Super Bowl under his under – his, under his, why not keep going? Why not become the most prolific guy – that the NFL has ever seen. Jess, you, you think you'll do it? I have no idea. I, I I think a lot depends these days on agents. Don't you think? I mean, it yeah. depends how greedy the agent is. I think if you're NCI, I just think they're, you're going to have somebody basically say, all those agents are going to say, like, your client is going to mess up the market. No, what I'm most worried I think Brady, about? Brady's the anomaly, but they're like, your client, your client is responsible for setting the market. Which is a Boris thing. Boris has always said, like he wants his guys to set the market. Yeah, so, he, he didn't want Boris. Don't want his people playing. No, God, no. So something to think about before you're on again. Will the line? Will the Tigers be able to sign Torkelson, whose agent is Boris? Yeah, I, well, I don't think they would have no. drafted him unless they knew they could sign him. Well, no, I disagree. I don't think he's no. I don't. There's no way. You don't think they're going to sign him? I don't think he's going to play. I thought Bor- I think Boris is going to do everything he can for his guys to just sit. Well, he's a kid. He's not going to play this Torkelson, year. Torkelson's going to get paid. That's not the issue. But what well, okay. they haven't he signed Torkelson or Cabrera yet. The the yeah the draftee. Draftee. But they got enough enough in, in, in Miguel Cabrera right now. That's ruining the entire pay structure. He wasn't going to come up to the rock. That's yeah. the thing. Now, what do you man? This is we got to have another show about this stuff. Because what do you do with the young guys? Like Brendan was talking about. I yeah. know Ethan was saying leave all your young guys down, bring them up slowly. There is yeah. no slowly now with sixty games. Hey, guys, thanks for uh, listening. Thanks to Jess. Thanks to, uh, of course, Clarence Black. Hey, guys, behind the glass, David and Angel. Thanks to Stevie Mack. It's Tom Mazzoway on The Wrap here on NRM Streamcast. It's King and Foster coming up next.